The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Wrestling Night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network with your hosts, Matt Copper, Dustin Maruka, and Snowy White. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruka. Hey, bros, what's going on? Oh, all things considered. Winter will never end. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, the lights Speaking just of, flickered. the lights just flickered. And, Are we uh, still recording? We I st- think we're okay. Are we still uh, recording? <laughs> 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 yeah, it looks like we're okay. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> Damn it, lights, you're out of the family. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually very apropos that we that this kind of happened. Because for, for everyone like not in the Winnipeg or Manitoba area listening, it is just about the end of April. And it's it is, still fucking it is snowing. It's still snowing. It's still storming. There's yeah. basements are being flooded. My power went out last yeah, night. It's, it's April 24th yeah. at the time of recording here. So. Yeah. And it's still supposed to snow next weekend. And next weekend is fucking May. And it's just, yeah, it's ju- it's just been brutal. So when the power kind of flickered right now. It's yeah. Like, yeah. A little bit worried yeah, about figures. my computer. Oh, oh, there it goes there, again. There go, Back to the in. computer. No, it's good. Okay. Okay. All right. Are we uh, still move your on? chair to the center. I'm, I'm a little bit. Yeah, I'm a little bit concerned. Move your, uh, move your, yeah. move the chair to like right here. here. Yeah. This is uh, this is great radio. Yeah. This yeah. is fucking hilarious. Radio. This, this is the shit that you get when you tune into this show and when you tune into the Shining Wizards Network. Yeah, nothing but nothing, no, nothing but the best, you know. Now, now I'm just gonna be paranoid all the time because this, this is being recorded on the computer that I do all my work from. So, <laughs> so if that thing gets fried, whoo, no. yeah, good thing I have a surge protector. <laughs> but with all things considered, everything going on, we definitely have a packed show. Lots to talk about. Because we also, it's been, what, a month? Uh, Probably. Since we sat down? Yeah. Because we sat down the week before Mania. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we got our predictions out there. Mike was here. Yeah, all all good stuff. Right, uh, right. So, I thought maybe it would be, you know, kind of appropriate if we did a little Wrestling Night in Canada house cleaning here. And Mm -hmm. uh, what was the end of, what was, as pertaining to this show, what was the end result of WrestleMania? Well, yeah, we're not going to go over the results because, like, by if you don't know by now, then, well... Yeah, we can't you, help yeah, you. Yeah, we can't help you. Like, Dusty Rhodes' kid is back! Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> probably one of the main highlights right there was uh, Cody coming back. In terms of, like, anticipation versus payoff ratio, that was probably my one of my favorite moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Vince McMahon taking the world's worst stunner. Oh. Brutal. And we yeah. thought the first one was terrible. Though. Yeah, but yeah. The best part of that, though, was Austin laughing his fucking ass off. Oh, because he knew. He knew. And like, yeah. And I guess it also want to highlight is that night one, a good old Canadian boy, Kevin Owens, headlined or yeah. main evented. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, good for him. <laughs> Austin taking that suplex was terrifying. Yeah, that was like sting levels of terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it was Steve. Steve. Oh, then they're both named Steve. 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 Uh, Steve, yeah, Steve Austin. 
you stop that. <laughs> but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell Steve Austin what to do. He'll just Fuck turn me. around and fucking stunner you. Yeah, he'll, he'll he'll like stare at me. He'll offer me a beer, but you know what happened. And anybody who has been offered a beer by Stone Cold knows what's coming. Yeah, if they. Well, yeah, nobody nobody seems to learn. But anyway. Oh yeah, that's yeah yeah yeah. Oh, know. speaking mm. of Steve, <laughs> before we go on with like the rest of that WrestleMania talk, which will only be a few minutes, my sister has a story. Mm. Uh, her fiance's his mother. Um, was in a bar one night, I guess, when there was a house show here. And the boys were hanging out and drinking after the show. And Steve Austin was, like, talking to her, and apparently he bit her or some shit. He bit Steve her? Steve Austin bit her? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he did stuff like that. Oh. Okay. That's very surprising. Uh... But then again, I don't think she knew who he was. Mm. Well, who doesn't know who Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, is? Well, <laughs> like, yeah, especially especially at that time. Yeah, even even when if, people were actually watching wrestling. Yeah, even if you don't watch wrestling, like there's certain guys like The Rock and Stone Cold who yeah. kind of like supersede or like yeah, the popularity that, of the WWF. Sure. Like, yeah. right. I don't know. Like the guy was on Dilbert cartoon for Christ's sake. Remember that? <laughs> you, you played yeah. the, the Honorable Judge Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Austin three sixteen says order in the court. <laughs> anyway. Here, here's the story. Yeah, Stone Cold, as Sydney as Sydney spelt it, Stone Cold Stephen Austin, Stone Cold Stephen Austin, <laughs> bit. I'm not going to say her name on the shoulder, no, but bit no. her on the shoulder many years ago while drunk at a bar, and so and so didn't know who he was and tried to turn around to punch him, and her security friend pulled her away and said, "Don't do that. He's a professional wrestler." <laughs> no. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's it's but, actually uh, fucking funny. But anyway, yeah. Uh, I think the best part of that sequence was at the end when McAfee, after he took the stoner, he's just on the floor drinking beer. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was, that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, and uh, Austin Theory, or sorry, he's just called Theory now. Yeah, he uh, lost his first. He lost, he lost he, at Mania. He lost his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Austin was not a good first name for him to have, so says Vince. But you know. Uh, yeah, uh, Austin Theory sold a stunner pretty well. That was a good yeah, sell. Did, did, did some flips and some flopped around like a fish afterwards. But, yeah. <laughs> he took a stunner like The Rock would. Oh, no, nobody will ever take a stunner as good as The Rock. No. And, and Scott Hall is close second. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and, of course, Roman Reigns is your undisputed WWE Universal Champion or... UWU. The UWU <laughs> champion. Ooh, the UWU. Whatever the hell that means. Yeah, but uh, he still has both belts. And he's and had it for just over 600 days as we speak. He, uh, the Universal title, yeah, but then yeah. the WWE title, this is his, what, fourth WWE championship reign? Something like that. <laughs> his second, or, yeah, his second Universal title reign, and he's just, yeah. He still has both belts, but it doesn't look like they know what they're fucking doing with him no. a month later. But, no. Yeah. SmackDown and, was pre-taped. The the next two episodes were pre-taped the other day anyway, so oh, yeah. they're going to Europe. Right, right, right. Um and but at the end the of the feud day between him and McIntyre has started. At the, at the end of the day, speaking of long title reigns and still your WNIC champion, <laughs> yours truly. <laughs> First of all, right on, right before on. Before we go into that more, let's quickly talk Knoxville and Sami Zayn cuz that was fucking amazing. Oh, that was sports entertainment. I yeah. was I was sports oh. entertained. Yeah, Jesus. so good. The only thing I don't like about it is how they're comparing Wee Man Slam on uh, Sammy to, Hogan, to Slam uh, and Hogan and Andre. It's like those memes are great, though. You gotta admit it. Yeah, the memes are great, but for the, like the actual like WWE employees on like their talk shows and stuff, being like, 
oh, this was one of the greatest slams in WrestleMania history. It's just like, uh, <laughs> it was funny, yeah. but I don't know. Like, like Andre yeah. versus Hogan wasn't meant to be funny. That was meant to be an iconic moment. Mm-hmm. That was, was a passing of the torch. Essentially, yeah. But, like... And that fucked Hogan's back. Yeah. Made him, like, five oh, inches shorter. <laughs> yeah, so did all those leg drops, I'm sure. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, exactly. But, yeah, at the end of the day... Uh, WrestleMania, uh, it wasn't perfect, but you know what? I was sports entertained. Yeah, I was. Like, it, it, it wasn't. If you if you watch Wrestle, WrestleMania for a wrestling show, I know that sounds ironic. Then you're gonna have a bad time. But <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're gonna if you're watching it just to be entertained, I was entertained. Yeah. I I had fun hanging out with you guys and drinking beers and eating pizza as as we as we tend to do. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's Eat, probably the best two matches on the show were AJ Edge and Cody and Seth. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's no surprise. No surprise at all. And then there was yeah, yeah the, and the form. oh, hopefully um, oh, I'm dumb. Like, hopefully Boogs recovers. Oh yeah, Rick Boogs. Oh yeah. So like, oh yeah, I guess that's another thing too. Is yeah. that like since Roman apparently got injured, which is why the the match with him and Lesnar was seemingly pretty short. <laughs> yeah. He, he yeah he popped his shoulder out or something. So that means. WrestleMania was bookended with injuries from the first match to the last match, all yep. involving members of the bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, take take that for what you will. Yeah. But <laughs> hopefully Rick, Rick Boots is going to be out for a while because he did his quad, his ACL. Well, that's what he gets for trying to lift two 200-plus pound Samoans yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. But but at first we're watching that. It's like, oh, is this is this a work? Is this a... And then you see the, like... The well, medics come out, it's just like, oh, this, yeah, might, like this they, might not be a work. They weren't showing him on camera, so that's a surefire sign that mm-hmm. someone's actually injured. Yeah, so. Poor guy. Yeah, like, yeah, first WrestleMania good. match. Fucking yeah. tears his ACL. I feel bad for the guy, but yeah. Oh, well. Well, it seems like it seemed like they were setting up a feud between Roman and Shinsuke for the title, which obviously Shinsuke's not going to win, but I mean. It'd be a good match. Yeah, hopefully. With WWE, it's hard to tell because what what anything that should be a good match sometimes not necessarily. Well, they did ruin the is. Shinsuke AJ story. It, yeah, with they they basically turned it into a series of nut kicks. Yeah, <laughs> what 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 could have been a great great match at WrestleMania for the WWE? We still title. have Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, we still do. And they ruined AJ Samoa Joe, which would have been fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah, they turned that into a stalker storyline. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez. Wow. Yeah. Well, at least out of that, we got Samoa Joe going, "Ooh, Wendy." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like yeah, with Mania this weekend, I was also sports entertained. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It 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 had its moments. I'm 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 gonna go horns horns in the middle to horns yeah. to horns up. Uh, I'm gonna give it horns up because I didn't have a bad time. Like yeah. if I would have been there live, I would have been like. Just going off the entire time, like <laughs> drinking those arena beers that are full of CO two, getting me super drunk. <laughs> that's, so, that's, that's what I did at Raw when it came here in February twenty twenty. So. So, I also so, did that. Yeah. <laughs> so the big question is, when do you defend that WNIC title again? Well, WrestleMania Backlash is pretty soon. May eighth. May eighth, yeah. And yes, they're still calling it WrestleMania Backlash, which I don't personally like. But you know, right. I, I I thought that the name Backlash being after WrestleMania implied that implied, it was Backlash yeah, like from WrestleMania. You, you really didn't need to add anything else. But That's you right. know, Vince thinks his audience is basically a bunch of goldfish. So well, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, 
because you certainly weren't defending the title this weekend with uh, Impact's Rebellion. No, I did not. New pay-per-view, which I should have thrown. That's kind of my fault. I should have thrown the gauntlet down. It's been a while since we've done a prediction for Impact. Yeah, if if we, yeah. Yeah. Only only the one time, because it was actually... I was looking forward to this as the matches, as as they were building up and adding new new matches. It's like, okay, this card is actually building up to to something. Like it's it's building up nicely. Okay. And we got a lot of really cool stuff going on. The the two pregame show matches included bullet club versus honor no more and the women's knockouts that's redundant but the knockouts (laughs) tag team title those are two matches on the pregame show yeah that seems like main card all day yeah (laughs) it it definitely was with 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 chris bay and eddie edwards and the the inspiration defending or the influence defending which was tenille dashwood and Mm -hmm. madison rain successfully defended the tag titles against the inspiration which were the iconics right, right. iconic the, iconics the WWF, which iconics. i i don't really have much memory of the iconics but then again i didn't watch i, I stopped watching a lot of them yeah they were more of an nxt team right, in my oh opinion. okay but i don't know they, they they had their moments but uh they were women's tag they did win the women's tag team titles at wrestlemania 35 which caused Bailey and Sasha Banks to have temper tantrums in the in the hotel hallway, as far as I'm uh, I recall. Yeah, okay. or m- more so Sasha Banks than Bailey, but mainly Sasha Banks. Ma- yeah, well, what else is new? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but uh, no, like, uh, and then they split them up for no reason, really, and mm-hmm. yeah, then they both got released. Like, one, yeah, like one of them, Billy Kay, uh, had in WWE went on to have a pretty funny gimmick of her, like handing out headshots and resumes, which I thought was going to go somewhere, but it never did. Mm-hmm. And then oh. Peyton just kind of fizzled away on raw and nothing really came of it. And then they both got released, uh, last year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh. they called them, tried to call them back for the rumble and they were told to get fucked. Like, nope. <laughs> we're good. No, we're good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Because it impact is pushing them nicely. Yeah, well, they they won the tag titles on their mm-hmm. debut, didn't they? The, on their debut, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which that's that's good for them, and it shows, you know, that the the federation has faith in you and all that. But uh, also, the old a, schooler in me is yeah, like, uh, it's a good way to pop a rating, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, so, like mm-hmm. they did with Carlito in his debut, basically when he won the U.S. title from Cena. Yeah, and then when he his first night on Raw, he won the Intercontinental title. So yeah. he's he's done from, that twice. If I'm not mistaken, it was Shelton, right? Uh, it was either Shelton or Jericho, maybe. Yeah, possibly Jericho. I don't remember. That was that was two thousand five. So <laughs> that was that. Oh liter- fuck! That was yeah. that long. Yeah, ago. that was a, that was that was a minute ago. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, when you really think about it, I was it. twelve. God yeah, damn it! Like that's I was nineteen. Things things <laughs> things that happened in like in two thousand. I, yeah. I I I bought a I bought an Alice Cooper record this 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 weekend and it's one of his newer records that came out 22 years ago mm-hmm. and that's thought oh. of as his new work because he's been recording for 50 years so it's just funny how things in the 2000s 
was a hell of a long time ago. Well, but been, it didn't seem it doesn't seem like, like I'm it. waiting on like a few albums right now, and they came out in the late nineties. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like this hurts my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One came out the year I was born, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in Tomb's Left Hand Path. Oh boy, like, <laughs> <laughs> Master of Puppets is older than I am by a couple months, but <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, and it just goes. To, this it doesn't seem like. It's that old. This, no, and this stuff, I saw really uh, I saw a meme the other day that said uh, that '70s show when that show came out in 1998 uh, was like 20 years into the like in the past. So if a show came out today that was like that same ratio, it would have taken place in 2002. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so... it, it it blows the mind when you think about it because yeah. they reboot stuff... that show in another twenty years. Shit. Calm down, boomer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone going. What's a boomer? What's yeah, that? yeah actually, red, red and kid would be boomer. Boomer. boomer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like even as a even as like a thirty five year old, I still like think of the 70s as 20 years ago because <laughs> that, so was, yeah, that was that like, was like my mindset i was uh-huh. just like oh yeah the 70s oh, like 20 it years is. ago like, it, it definitely is definitely like, is. like when i was watching that 70s show and listening to all these like 70s psychedelic rock bands that my dad used to listen to i was just like <laughs> okay it was that uh, 20 years ago and now <laughs> it's like 20 years later i'm just like no that was that was that 20 was years ago a hell of a long <laughs> <time>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're just like what yeah <laughs> fuck <laughs> tara Valk- tara tara valkyrie Taya, 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 Taya. She did a death match a few weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, good for her. (laughs) Well, she recovered from it pretty good because in her debut match back at Impact, she won the Reina's Dorena's AAA title from my girl Deanna Perazzo. Okay, which is hell hell of a match. I the way it ended was with was with Valkyrie giving the road to Valhalla to her legit win, clean win, and. Wow! Wow! Those these two are all they these two have it going on, mm-hmm. and they always put on definitely a good show. With that, um, the other ladies' title, the Impact, the the Knockouts yeah. title, Tasha Shields defended against um, our girl from Winnipeg here, Ro- Rosemary, who's just one of my favorites, regardless from any federation, mm-hmm. just. The best reason to turn the TV on on thir- on Thursday nights. Unfortunately, Rosemary did kind of fall fall short. But once again, really good match, and I really like what they're doing with Steels. She's got a lot of, she's got a good work rate and a lot of charisma and character and personality, and they're pushing her, which is that's exactly that's good. What 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 you should do, yeah. Before we get to the main event, though. It's time for the, the main the, event. It's time for the, the main the, event. The, the eight-team elimination challenge with the tag titles on the line. Vi- Violent by design were pretty much the last team in, and it was just the I two two teams start. Mm-hmm. When there's a pin, the the winner goes on another team comes in until so it, it was a gauntlet fun. match basically yeah okay. basically yeah yeah the, the 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 two teams starting were matt cardona and brian myers the major players against uh jordan grace and morrissey and okay. i like what they're doing with the with the with the with the cardonas and grace and all that i'd, I'd like i like that angle and all that <clears throat> that ended up nicely with um 
Chelsea Green getting put through a table. Okay. Like, wow. Like, it's not like, look, she's tall, but it's not like she's really, really built. For a girl who's broken her wrist so many times just doing regular moves, she's, like, pretty brave to be taking <laughs> be all doing, these bumps. She, Rhino's even that. gored her through a table yeah. on Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you gotta give her a lot of credit. No, it was a GCW show that Rhino gored her through a table. Mm-hmm. Because Cardona pulled her in the way, like, a little bit. <laughs> and he gored her. But he loves her, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Good Brothers were part of this. The Swinger and Zicky Dice. Outlandish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rich He's Swan. such a fucking cool dude. Rich, 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 Rich Swan and Mac as well. Matt, Matt Taven and um, Vincent. Oh, Vir- like Virgil? or Vin- uh, No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I no, don't no. Want... Mike, Mike Bennett. What Mike the hell, Bennett. What, what oh, the hell yeah. am I thinking? Vincent yeah, Kennedy yeah. McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Rhino and Heath, and then um, he's got kids. It, it ended up violent by demise. Violent design. by design. I don't even watch Impact, and I know that. Come on, <laughs> they 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 ended up successfully defending the title against Rhino and Heath, who were like the last second last ones in. Okay, so, he, so it, he's it, just it, Heath it now, no longer Heath Slater. Heath, yeah, okay. it's just Heath. I guess for cop, that'd be for funny. Cop, that'd be funny purposes. if his new shirt was just like I've got. Yeah, <laughs> I've gotten in the back. It says kids, <laughs> just separate enough so that you can't do a lawsuit. So it's funny. Yeah, I've got, I've got kids. kids. <laughs> just tiny print on the back they, of the. They shirt. couldn't have given him a last name though. Not like Heath Miller. That was that wasn't too like anything. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> anything. Yeah. Yeah, People are that. losing their last and first names. Yeah, left and right. yeah, well, yeah. You should start. You got to start giving some names. Yeah, not taking away. Like, <laughs> and finally, I loved the the build up and everything that was going on with Moose defending against Josh Alexander. Good Canadian boy, and I love what Alexander is doing. Here is another guy. One of the best reasons to tune into wrestling at all because. My God, he's a wrestler. Yeah, he's just—he's he's a wrestler's a, wrestler. He's a, yeah, he's just straight up. He's even got the headgear and stuff. He—he <laughs> he looks like exactly what he's supposed to do. And of course, winning the title at um, at the last yeah. at, or, at the last the last pay per view. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. But. And um, against Chris, against Christian Cage, and of course Moose right. had Moose had won the stipulation any time, any place. The the not and, money in the bank. Yeah, <laughs> not, the, the, the not not money in the bank, which right after winning the title, it just screwed Alexander right out of it, right in front of his wife and his kid, and all that. Such so a, you such knew, a heel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you knew. They were gonna go somewhere with this, and they 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 built it up nicely with the two of them going back and forth to the point where Moose is actually going to Alexander's house, confronting his family, oh. pissing off Al- Alexander. Now for sure, you have to give me my my title shot mm-hmm. and all that. And it all cul- it all culminated in this wicked match. It went back and forth without without overbooking it, but with enough. The drama was definitely there just by what they were doing in the ring. And it's like, this this is how you book a title. Good well, storytelling. Well, Good, well, excellent well, storytelling. Josh yeah. came out with his kid. Yeah, as, as well. Yeah. Yeah. S- speaking, sorry, speaking of Josh Alexander's kid, that fucking video. Did you just see that? Or did you send it to the chat? I don't remember of his like 
Joss Alexander having a video of his kid looking through presumably the Bible or some kind of book, and there was a picture of Jesus, and he goes, who's that? And his kid goes, Jay White. <laughs> <laughs> I probably did. <laughs> Jay White. Uh, yeah. Jay White's been absolutely amazing in Impact as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He he was... And a, all they have him doing in AEW right now is main eventing Dark. I think he was on... He was on Rampage, I think. Yeah, but he helped Adam Cole. Yeah. Well, is anyone like, watching Rampage? Uh, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry, but uh, they did a because he faced uh, Ishii. Well, Adam oh, Tommy Cole, they, Ishii. Yeah. Yeah, and then AEW posts this video. What a like the hardest chop I've ever seen, and it's just Ishii chopping Adam Cole, and it's just like, boo. Mm. Do you not know who Walter is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One massive chop, and it's like, okay. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, There's someone in the local wrestling scene here who hits, who hits that hard, and I've been hit with it, and it's like... I mean, it's not fun, but... You have to hit it at that right angle where yeah. you like it reverberates through the whole How room. How Walter hits people. Yeah, because like, everybody <laughs> just shuts the fuck up and then you hear that <laughs> like, echo through the room. But uh, back to anyone, like speaking of saying nobody watches Rampage, uh, I saw an ad for AEW uh, on Facebook the other day uh, from TSN saying like, your place to catch all the AEW action for Dynamite and Rampage. Every single comment on that ad was put rampage on cable tv because as of right now you can only in canada you can only get it on the tsn app right and they don't upload it until like a few days after the fact so wow like uh and they keep saying it's on fight and it's not no okay well no, yeah and then not. yeah so it's like there's five tsn channels do we really need to watch tennis on the same on three of those <laughs> on five three channels of them. <laughs> like yeah just put it like it doesn't even have to be on tsn2 necessarily put it on tsn5 five. i don't care yeah, i yeah. have all five of them i can i can mm-hmm. watch it mm-hmm. the only episode of rampage that was ever on cable tv was the debut episode with cm punk and that was on an hour after it aired so like I don't get how that's... Why is this so hard? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's hard. Come on, Tony Khan. Yeah, (laughs) on on the flip side of that, I'm sorry, it's Friday night. If it's not a pay-per-view, I'm not watching wrestling. Especially at 10 o'clock at night. Uh, Yeah, especially, (laughs) yeah. Even if I'm just at home vegging and, you know, like I'm watching a movie or my wife and I are listening to music. I do like when there's a live episode of Rampage every now and again and it's on at 6 instead of 10. So it's on before SmackDown instead of after SmackDown. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, the well, the other week they had one of those, and I actually forgot that it was live, so I, I missed it. So. Uh, with <laughs> with rebellion, I'm going to give it the horns way up. It was it was absolutely a fantastic card, and it was worth the money. Now that said, Slammiversary is coming up soon. Okay. So we're throwing down the challenge to defend the WNIC. You're challenging me? I, yes, <laughs> I'm throwing the challenge down for okay. you to defend well, that the, WNIC the title. The first one is at WrestleMania Backlash. Is it? Okay, like so so Backlash and weeks. then? And then? And then it's Slammiversary. Yeah. Okay, so... Well, I'll 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 I'll, I'll accept your challenge. Uh, All okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we Good. watching Slammiversary? Here or your place? Good question. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm sure we could work. We'll work something out. 
Oh God, Fisher, your wife's Fisher. gonna kill us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope uh, your I hope your mother in law doesn't mind. Well, us. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll just we'll just kick her out for the evening. Oh, God. <laughs> not a problem. Bunch not of people problem. yelling at the TV. Yeah. yeah, Robin upstairs. Shut the fuck. Up. Well, that's that's me watching sports when I'm yelling at the ref and all that. Like that's nothing new. Okay, so, but but, but that's not fair. But but there's three of us. This <laughs> three of us. That's right. One of us says that's not fair, and you can just feel the stare, even though she's yeah. not in the room. Like there's a disturbance he's, in the force. Yeah, some, some someone's gonna say it. You can Some, feel her eyes burning through the top floor, yeah. <laughs> right into the back of your head. You're snowy, <laughs> and then you go. But I didn't say it. I don't care. <laughs> you were gonna. You were gonna. Yeah. You said yeah. three quarters of it. <laughs> Something a little closer to home just last week. Got it. The (laughs) WPW, I believe that's the Winnipeg Professional Wrestling Federation. WPW. They put on an indie show that you had the good fortune of checking out. What, Mm -hmm. what, what, What went on there? It was fun. There were five matches because some of them didn't happen just because of our quote unquote storm of the century where we only got two fucking feet of snow. Right. <laughs> I mean, that should be a relief, not a. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But, anyways, the first match of the card was uh, Tommy Lee Curtis versus I. Bobby Shink. I think that's his last. I'm fucking. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm fucking it up. Sorry. And it was good, and I think Bobby won. I don't really... No, Tommy Lee Curtis won, because he's a heel, and he won by doing heel tactics. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, Heels doing heel shit. Heels yeah. doing heel shit. <laughs> Up next, we had a match which completely changed last second, because one, uh, even... Okay, sorry, that the... whatever you just said just activated Bigsby on my phone for a second there, and I don't know why. Bigsby! <laughs> Bigsby! <laughs> You're out of the family. Yeah. <laughs> um, another match changed because one apparently of the members is canceled by WPW. That's what one of the guys said anyway. Oh, okay. Um, unless it was just a heel thing to say, I don't know. But it was Sammy Peppers and Chad Daniels, who's Red Hot Summer. Sammy I'd... Peppers? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it was That's Sam. I don't think it was Sammy Peppers though, because for the pictures it looks a little different. Okay. It was supposed to be against Bill Williams and Kyle Pro, but that didn't happen. So it was Tyler James, and I don't remember the other guy. Okay. But I've actually known Tyler James for a while, so I talked to him for a bit downstairs after the show too. Um, good match. The Red Hot Summer won. Okay. It was a fun tag team match. There was supposed to be a scramble. Didn't happen. Oh, scramble matches are so fun. Then we had AJ Sanchez defending the Winnipeg Pro Wrestling Championship for the first time, mind you, because COVID hit against Zicky Dice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This this is what I wanted to get into it. Bringing in big big Zicky Dice to Winnipeg. I love it. Uh, AJ Sanchez got the W. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a really good match. Right on. AJ cut a fucking awesome promo after he's like, I am the longest reigning defending <laughs> WPW <laughs> champion in history. Well, defending is a bit of a push. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's held it for two years mm-hmm. because of COVID. Actually, the end of 2019, so probably almost three years. So his first defense in two years. But I mean, Technically, he is defending. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know. It, it was funny. 
It's like the same reason why Walter was the longest reigning NXT, <laughs> NXT UK yeah. champion. Yeah. yeah. It was hilarious. Mm. It was good. But yeah, Zicky Dice, really cool. We'll get to more on that later. Okay. Then there was an intermission. So went out, bought some shit. Bought <laughs> probably <laughs> too much shit. Uh, it was supposed <laughs> to be Jody Threat versus Valentina Loga. Valentina Loga couldn't get in because of the storm. So she fought this guy called the Boston Bruiser. Okay. So what's his deal? I don't know. Okay. Where's Where's he from? Yeah. Here. <laughs> oh, oh, what? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh. But anyways, Jody Threat won. Good match. Right on. Right on. Yes. Um, yes. That was the only that that was the reason that Threat was like the the selling. Unfortunately, I didn't. I did. I did. I, did, I didn't make this show. But she's she's the selling point for a lot of things for me because it was good. Good Canadian girl. She's a legit hardcore f- m- m- music fan as well. Mm-hmm. She originally was doing this the skateboarding to the ring thing because she's a legit skateboarder. Like this and girl's then, got it going on. As what was said at the show, WWE, when they got rid of Jody Threat, gave that gimmick to Cora Jade. To Cora Jade, yeah. The first time I saw this Jade doing that, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. She doesn't mm. look like she like. The, well, first of all, the ramp between the uh, stage and the ring. <laughs> and on here's NXT the thing: Cora's like, not a skateboarder. At well, all. you can t- really, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can tell, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. But she's making more money than all three of us combined. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Good for her, I guess. And she, what, how old mm. is she? Like 21? 21, 22, yeah, something, yeah. something like that. Wow. Uh, yeah. Like, and and I'm gonna say it again. It is now time for the main event. <laughs> dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> we had. The French Canadian Frankenstein PCO mm-hmm. taking on Effie. Nice. Oh, right on, <laughs> right on, right on. This match was fantastic. It was no DQ, so okay. they were hitting each other with trash cans. That's about the main thing they hit each other with. Effie took a backdrop on the stage right beside me. That looked like it sucked. Probably he, did. <laughs> he told me after. I was like, dude, it's like, what's your back feeling like from that? He's like, ah, it's been fucked since birth. It doesn't matter. Ooh. <laughs> wow. And PCO came out on top with a moon, did his moonsault. He didn't do anything stupid, which I was expecting PCO to take a stupid apron mm-hmm. bump like he always does. He's no spring chicken, but no, he's, he's not 50. afraid to mix it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because when we saw, but the apron wasn't that wide. So it's like, okay, he's not. Bad dumb to take okay. a senton on that fucking thing. Well, I don't know. French Canadian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Effie, I mean, PCO came out on top. Great match. And that was the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. The, was the build the building was sold out. Yep. It holds what, four hundred? That was at the the WEC? What, the WEC, yeah. The West a couple Local hundred Center people. For, for those for those non- Winnipeg listeners, the WEC yeah, is the which is most. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the WEC is an acronym uh, <laughs> for West End Cultural Center. So. Then mm-hmm. they were all selling merch in the lobby, except for PCO. So just hanging out, talking to Effie and Jody and Zicky. Does he have merch, or was he just? He like... didn't have any that time. Oh no! Last time he was here, he had merch. Okay, he wasn't able to make it in because of the storm. I guess. I guess or... the merch wasn't able to. Make... I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, because last time they were here, when they did that. That shitty bar over by the handsome daughter. The Sherb. Oh, the Sherb, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. PCO had merch. Ah. And then hanging out with them all in the lobby, talking about them, and then Jody goes, 
are you coming to come back hit? I'm like, yeah, I'm part of the crew that's going. Yes, like, yes. I was just, I was just so about then to I say texted that same Snowy. Night. I was like, on the way with the crew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We should kind of mention that same night that you went to that card in Winnipeg was the hardcore show with, with Comeback Kid and, and Cancer Bats. Yeah, and Cancer Bats. Mm-hmm. Which I'm wearing and, the Cancer Bats hat. Ah, the, there, the, the second show in two nights, I should add. I love that <laughs> yeah. one. It was, yeah. Well, first, I kind of wish I went to that Albert one. That one well, the, like the Albert one was Comeback Kid headlining, right? And then the. Comeback headlined the part was, two. Yeah, was, was both. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I thought yeah. I thought Cancer Bats headlined the part. Corey two. thought too because he texted me. He's like, "Yeah, Cancer on at ten thirty. I'm like, "Cool, way, I'll catch the last twenty minutes of Comeback Kid." Yeah, the way and then the a whole Cancer was, Bats. Yeah, set. the way the poster was uh, set up, it looked like. Cancer and then Bats I got there the and part. Cancer Bats played for fifteen more minutes, and I was just like, oh. "Really?" Huh? But Comeback Kid yeah. are sick and. Well, I know, yeah. yeah the, as far as Winnipeg hardcore goes, they're at the top of the fucking tier. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't even think of Comeback as a Winnipeg band anymore. Yeah, because they're just that. They're, they've toured the world. They've got the same thing with Propaganda. Like, like, yeah, yeah you, same idea. You don't think of them as being like a local band. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're not. Like, are we are we still gonna call just Randy weird. Bachman a local? You know, are we it's still just call weird Bur- going Cummings? to like no. Burton Cummings. Burton Cummings owns Salisbury House, so yeah. <laughs> it's just weird <laughs> traveling and then people coming up to you. Oh, do you know blah blah blah? Or it's like you go up to somebody. Oh, nice. Um, say propaganda patch or whatever, and they go, Oh, thanks. You know them? I'm like, I'm actually friends with them. They're like, What? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? How do you know prop? I'm like, I live in Winnipeg. Live in yeah, Winnipeg. it's like I see Todd Kowalski at shows yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I see Todd all the time. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, the same night you had your card going yeah. on, this hardcore show was going on, to which you texted me and said, Hey, I'm bringing everyone. The by, crew's coming. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the crew's coming. It's like, okay, cool, cool, because. I've, I unfortunately I couldn't make this show. I've never had a chance to see Jody Threat live, but I really wanted. We to did meet shots her with Jody Threat. Talk to her, nice. yeah. Well, that was one of the very first thing you did is you you introduced us, and then we hit the bar, and you bought a round of shots. Yeah. And the whole time when well, we're when we're cheering and all that, I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'm having a shot with Jody Threat. Yeah, because she even said at the WEC before we were leaving, she's just like. Meet me at the bar, and I'm like, hell yeah, <laughs> meet you at the bar. Which that kind of threw me because I honestly thought that she was legit straight edge because the name threat. Being a hardcore person, I, I'm assuming correctly, I believe I am. She took the name threat from Minor Threat, who were one of the pioneers of the whole straight edge hardcore thing. Thing. So I thought Jody Threat was legit straight edge that didn't drink. Well, and we were doing we found shots out, shots yeah, we found out pretty so. quick. You, know, you, you can be a fan of a band without like like conforming to their ideals. Oh, I definitely. Like, I have definitely. Minor Threats one album. Yeah, yeah. and I've drank so <laughs> much liquor to straight edge bands over the years. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not a problem. And like her and Effie were in the pit all night. That was going to be my next point. Did I really see Jody Thread stage diving? Yeah. That was fantastic. But when you think about it, and when I because I know they came uh, up to I me after that, this. and they were just covered in sweat, especially Effie because he's just a tall dude, <laughs> tall dude. Right. And he just comes up and he does the whole like handshake hug thing with me, and it's like. He's like, sorry, I'm a little sweaty. And I'm like, I don't give a shit, my dude. Like, it's fine. Is is Effie legit hardcore, too? I don't know. Or like, he just loves Cancer Bats and Comeback. Oh, games. okay. Well, then, I guess I guess so. Because he was at I the show so. at the Albert the night before, too. Oh, okay. Sick. 
Yeah, yeah, that was that was fantastic. Did you yeah. see withdrawal? No, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say like two, like two of my good or three of my good buddies actually playing withdrawal. So <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was endless withdrawal. Yeah, well, with Jeff filling in on bass. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, so it was like three or yeah, th- three <laughs> quarters of withdrawal is three quarters or sorry, three fifths. Withdrawal was three fifths of endless chaos. Yeah, that night. So it was endless all of our withdrawal. European listeners are going like, "What? Who's got withdrawal?" No. <laughs> like, <laughs> no if, well, if you're not from Winnipeg, check out the hardcore band Withdrawal and the thrash band Endless Chaos. You're welcome. There we go. <laughs> so, Basically, yeah. There yeah. we go. But yeah, there it was a good go. night. Ziggy Dice was hanging out, having a good time. He wasn't in the pit. He was more standing with me and Curtis, and we're just watching the show. But yeah, Effie and Jody were just giving her, giving her just right on, in the right mosh on. pit. Yeah, yeah. And then after, I've been talking to Effie the yeah. last few days. We're in the process of setting up an interview. So. Excellent, excellent. We're kind Looking of hoping to that. Like we would get that. And that they are, tonight. and Effie and Alley Catch are still the Game Changer Wrestling Tag Team Champions. Right. That was gonna be the next because they I beat asked. the Briscoes for them. So nice. Right on. Right on. Excellent. Excellent. That's. Alley Catch, there is someone, I, th- I think I might have even mentioned this on the show before. When I first saw her, I really didn't give her, okay, this is a, she's just being a goofy com- comedy act. But man, the last couple times I've seen her, it's like, I, this is legit. This mm-hmm. is legit. So good for her. She's good had matches her. with Mickey James. She's fought Ruby Riot. Ruby like, Soho. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Ruby Soho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. As she's cool as, been in deathmatch tournaments. As, like yeah, she's done everything cool. now. As cool and a great representative that Ali Catch and Joey Threat are for women's wrestling, we do kind of have to switch gears to something in pro wrestling that's kind of on everyone's. Also, minds. horns up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. I kind of figured that, that was a fun that night. Was, yeah. Effie signed a shikishi board for me. Oh, right on. He signed it. Elect. Fantastic fuck you. Uh, he signed my Tournament of Survival shirt, which our good buddy Matt Perlman bought me when he was at Tournament of Survival last year. He's right. going again this year. We gotta have Matt on the show at some yeah, point. Yeah, we gotta have mm-hmm. Matt. Just like on. as a fourth horseman. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe when he comes back from TOS, because he's going again this year. Maybe, yeah. Like, I'd love to have him on the show. Get, get his mind in. I'm on, sending on him this. more money to buy me more shit this year. Yeah. <laughs> a huge right. wrestling fan, great mind for the. For the product like i'd love to have them on they just did a sandman Definitely. signing in fucking minneapolis and fargo the other day oh nice right on yeah yeah i saw that that's fantastic and then pco signed my pco shirt and zicky dice signed the pullover outlandish mask i bought oh cool i needed smaller cool. things for the wall i have no room <laughs> so it's like a mask will look interesting right was, was he as outlandish as he claims <laughs> yes, yes. <Okay. laughs> yeah, yeah. he's a funny so dude. it's not just a clever name <laughs> oh, oh lights oh, flickered again oh, lights flickered are we, are we we're, still we're, we're good we're good we're still good all right check 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 this is turning into the most thrilling episodes of so far. <laughs> yes, the lights, we could break the down lights, at any moment. Was the lights flickering a segue to talking about Undertaker's Hall of Fame speech? Yeah. That is was, that what it was? Yeah. Probably. Fuck it. Let's use it. Let's, yeah, let's, just, let's okay, go on to yeah. that first. Let's, yeah. go, let's, let's use it. Okay. <laughs> right. So, since the lights have been flickering, <laughs> yeah. this would be a good segue to talk about Undertaker's inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yep. That was that was something something we've been wanting and anticipating for 
fucking ever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, but since the guy's been officially retired for over two years now, I guess yeah. was the last match he had was the Boneyard match. AJ, with AJ. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good for AJ too. Like, like Undertaker was AJ or AJ Styles was Undertaker's last opponent. Like. Hmm. The honor, you know? And they became good friends before that. Yeah. And then he was well, like, I, you want to be my last man? They both have pretty similar views on things. Yeah, they have wacky views. Not, yeah. not necessarily flat earth, but, you know, yeah, God, I, God they're, boys, they're, Republicans. Yeah, they're both rich Republicans, yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going to get political about it. But no. Yeah, because I'll go Because it's night. fucking Undertaker, yeah. for one. Yeah, one of the greatest <laughs> characters in wrestling history, if yep. you ask me. like mm-hmm. This guy has been a part of so many iconic moments. One of the greatest storylines in wrestling history involving Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's alive! He's alive, Undertaker! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and having a... Yeah, like then the Undertaker having a manager named Paul Bearer. Like, goddamn. It's, who it's was God, a who was an actual legit funeral yeah he was a mortician yeah Yeah, like wow yeah exactly and like oh my god rest in peace paul bear yeah Mm -hmm. william moody rp yeah Yeah. (laughs) but uh yeah like it's it's it was one of those moments where you're just like yeah about fucking time but when he actually came out uh vince mcmahon basically he did his uh induction and it was like a like at least a 10 minute speech from Vince mm-hmm. talking about all the things that Undertaker did for him to make the product the best that it possibly could be his dedication to the character to kayfabe and his loyalty to the company and just put the guy over and then Undertaker comes out like to his Undertaker music and like as soon as like Vince gets out of there like well, the, he hugged him first. Yeah, he, he, like, he hugged you. him, and you could overhear on the microphone Undertaker saying, I love you, which I was like, oh. And I'm then you so. couldn't kind of hear Vince, I love yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, I don't think Vince has ever said those words in his life. To anyone. <laughs> but not, not his mother, he's, not his, even his, his son. His wife. He, he says them to Stephanie on her birthday. He says them to Triple H on his, and it's just happy birthday, Shane. Yeah, and John Cena. Don't and forget John, John Cena. Cena. <laughs> You're <laughs> out of the family. <laughs> happy birthday, Shane McMahon. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, um, yeah. No, it was it was pretty awesome of Vince to do that for him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when Undertaker came out, as soon as he got out of there, as soon as the music stopped and the lights came up, the crowd would just oh the the ovation of the crowd. That is something that I have not seen at a wrestling event in so long. Mm-hmm. Just the overwhelming ovation for this man and the work that he's done was just like I'm not gonna lie. When I was watching the Hall of Fame ceremony, I took an edible, like, about halfway through. And as soon as the crowd started cheering for him after his entrance, it kicked in. And that made it, that made it a little more emotional for me, because I was just like... <gasps> like, yeah. I can only imagine what, uh, what Undertaker himself was feeling, just, like, standing there with this entire arena of people at, like... Close to midnight, I, I must have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, just all chanting him and saying, you deserve it, and... Like, you could tell he was getting overwhelmed because, like, for the, the fir- first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, well, for the first, and, and also for the first time in his entire career in 30 years, he was actually able to, like, show emotion and be himself in front of a live crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that was, yeah. One taker started crying, it's just like, oh, no. No, like, like, <laughs> like right, right before he, right before the crowd actually, like, allowed him to talk, 
Like you could actually hear him because he had like one of those headset fucking. He had a Britney Spears Britney mic. Spears microphone. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, on his on his head. Okay. And uh, you could actually like hear. He was like looking around, and at one point he actually just went. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then like that's he, when the first tear went for me. Yeah. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, and like, like the way he started off his speech too by just saying like, for the last thirty years, my identity has been undertaker yeah <laughs> and i'm just like yeah you're not wrong yeah no, <laughs> like yeah but like from that point on he like he did the whole speech as mark calloway not in character not kayfabe at all he went over a long list of people who we had to thank he he omitted some people who we thought he should have like mick mick foley for like not only my, well, mainly for hell in a cell because that was like one of the most Iconic matches in the company's but history. But his storyline with Mick when Mick first came in, too. That, too. And, like, he didn't mention Stone Cold, which they've also had a pretty long-going rivalry in the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Didn't mention Brock Lesnar, who broke his WrestleMania streak, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> like, but at least he mentioned Shawn Michaels. Like, the, yeah. st- the story that he, he shared about Shawn Michaels, where he's just like... Like, when they were talking about their match at WrestleMania 25, and... uh the day before the show, they turn to Michael Hayes and they're like, "Hey, Mike, when are we on tomorrow night?" And Michael Hayes, after a long pause, looks at them and says, "You're on third, and you have about 15 minutes." <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels did not like that one bit. No, so, no, like they these, raised these a lot. Yeah. They raised a lot of hell. Got moved to fifth on the card, and given like which, which was third to last, and, and they given, got given 25 minutes. Yeah. And my God, they blew like Undertaker himself during his speech said, "We didn't go on last, but I'm sure everyone who followed us up wished that we would that we did." Because <laughs> so, like they even yeah they even said both of those guys had nothing left to prove, but at the same time they proved everything and then some in the in that match and at WrestleMania 26, yep. which was Shawn Michaels' retirement match and his last match ever, and I won't hear another word of it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Saudi didn't happen. <laughs> no, what? No, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was. Yeah. No, was... and hearing him like, he did like bring up like all the things about God. Kane, and... he stole his moves. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. The funniest thing when he was when he, when he brought up Kane, he's just like, even though you stole my entire move set, <laughs> and then everyone was like, oh, it's like yeah, but you did them way better than I did. Like, and, oh right, yeah, yeah. Glenn. He, he oh insists, right, you want me to? He insists. I, I call, call him Mister Mr. Mayor. Mayor now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good. Yeah, that oh. was one of the. Do you still have it recorded? I think so. If yeah. you do, we should go watch it. Yeah, I ins- maybe it's all up on YouTube. I don't know, but no, that was that was like one of the funniest parts. Where he's just like, and Ken, or, and Glenn. Oh, sorry, he he insists. I call him Mister Mayor now, and it just shows it just shows Kane after that, and he's just like, fuck. <laughs> that <was so> good. <coughs> yeah, and then he just mentioned Triple H's name, and he started crying immediately. And... Yeah, well, Triple H was someone who reminded him who he was when he mm-hmm. was really doubting himself. Could so. you imagine if Big Show was there? Oh, Big Show would have been blubbering like a little baby, like as he usually does. <laughs> the whole of... time, you just went heard. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, you just yeah, you just hear Paul White from up on the stage, not even mic'd up, just reverberating through the crowd, going. <laughs> Take, um, that would have made Taker cry more. Yeah, probably because they're probably really close too. Yeah, I imagine. Well, like when it came to like Paul White was pretty green even when he came into the WWF, even though he was like in WCW for a for a, 
a little bit, mm-hmm. but he still, years, yeah, yeah, he, still he didn't know much about the business even going in WCW because they were just like, hey, you're big, here's a world title. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, you're Andre's kid. Here's a belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, like that whole. I don't know, just like the way he was talking to the crowd, you were just like hanging on his every word mm-hmm. and like ah, it was just a squash match. Sorry, an enhancement match. Yeah, I was I was working a squash match. Sorry, an enhancement match. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was good. That was good and uh oh, like oh yeah, all the things about Godfather that he would talk about. He's like, "I said you were an influence. I didn't say you were a positive influence." <laughs> <laughs> all the gallons of Jack Daniels we drank. Yeah. All the sh- all the petty fights we'd get into, but I always knew you had my back, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's a real friendship, right? Mentioned there. Yoko, yeah, mentioned Yoko, mentioned uh, Brian Crush Adams, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, everybody mainly. Well, everybody except for the people we uh, yeah. we the we figured, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it should have just been Taker, yeah, like should have been, but I don't know. He'd probably still be talking like Hillbilly Jim still is. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, uh, God damn, that was a long fucking speech. It was, but like, I don't know. Like seeing having the Undertaker retire seemed like something that was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. But now that it, like, well, even like, even though at the end of his whole thing, like uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, but I'm sure you have, the ring had like four mannequins that all had Undertaker's like most iconic coats and hats all dressed up on on them. While he was talking. It's cool the original one was in there. Yeah. And then, like, at the at the very end of his speech, after he said thank you and his music was playing, he went to go get out of the ring, went, walked back, put on one of the his, like, more recent coat and hat, walked to the microphone and said, never say never. <laughs> and then his music started again. And I was just like, okay, Mark. <laughs> like, I hope that was just for to get the reaction out of people because mm-hmm. they... You can audibly hear like most of the crowd going, "Oh," or "Oh," <laughs> like something like that. Like, like, God damn it again! Yeah, I was like, "Please don't." <laughs> but like, I'm down for him to come back every once in a while and choke slam people. Yeah, like just yeah, hearing hearing his music go off, like <laughs> the gong going off. But yeah, for an actual match, yeah, just leave, leave it alone. Leave it alone, man. Just eventually be some dude's manager. Choke slam. I don't even know about that. Yeah, he's too tall. Yeah. Honestly. But I I'll, I guess maybe don't don't accompany someone to the ring. No. Do it do it do it from the booth and just say how awesome this guy is. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But just to every once in a while come out and choke slam the shit out of somebody, I'm down for it. Yeah, there's 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 that. There's that. Too. Like before Austin had a, another match. When you would just come out randomly and stunner people, all for it. Yeah. All day. <laughs> I'll watch Austin stunner people all day. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> but uh Yeah, like it was it was a very emotional emotional moment for mm-hmm. That's for sure. For the entire comp like well f- yeah, like to just to see like one of the greatest performers, greatest characters of all time get his like the bare minimum of what he's due. <laughs> like But then again, who knows? Like maybe all these years he just refused to go in because he still didn't have that one match that he felt was deserving of the Undertaker to go out on. So Well, that match with Roman wasn't 
Oh no, it wasn't. Like I I got emotional after that match when he seemingly retired, yeah. but like that whole oh, match Oh fuck, everyone cried when that happened. Yeah, but that whole match itself, he looked like he was like <clears throat> an old man wandering around looking for his keys. <laughs> like, yeah. Wasn't yeah. That's that, that's called Sunday morning for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, don't say things like that when I have a mouthful of beer. <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah, it was good. But no, like the the Michelle the joke he made to Michelle when you clearly it looked like she kind of got pissed. And he's like, after all these years, I finally had to say yes. Yeah, it's like yeah. After years of chasing, yeah. After years of you chasing me, I finally had to say yes. Yeah. And it just zoomed in on her, and she kind of just went, He's just like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he was laughing, and then he kind of stopped, and just like, oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Oh, (laughs) yeah. yeah. uh, But no. He has a new son, too, like, probably. Yeah, like a two-year-old son. Holy shit. Yeah, and the guy's, like, 57 years old. Taker's been busy. A little bit. He's still still got some pen in the old... Some ink in the old fountain pen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's been given the last ride. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming Michelle did most of the work in that one, though. (laughs) But anyway. I'm putting... I'm I'm putting you over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, but in all seriousness, though, <laughs> in all seriousness, uh, cheers to Mark Calloway and yeah. his long ass career and all the shit that he's put himself through. He deserves to finally be retired and like yeah. to rest. Enjoy. He enjoy. deserves to rest. To rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Insert eye roll into. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like. Cheers to him. He's mm-hmm. been given. He, he gave me a lot of like the greatest wrestling memories of my life. So good to see. Fair enough, good fair to see enough, that he yeah, can finally yeah. enjoy himself. It's it's like our childhood is ending. A it's bit. like Taker's retired. Triple H is retired. Austin had his final match. Yeah. Like what the fuck? <laughs> HBK is retired. Michael is retired. It's gonna happen. Wait, wait, wait until all your heroes when you were a kid start dying. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm just. I'm. Like not eagerly anticipating the day that Ric Flair is going to pass away because I it's 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 coming soon. I I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to wish. Well, like, like yeah, you, you don't want to say it, but well, the like Vince is, too. Yeah, Vince and like I don't know, and like even like something non wrestling related. The day The Simpsons gets canceled, it's just going to be like oh, oh yeah, it's oh yeah, suck. because it's been what 30, 33 years, thirty three years, yeah, now? South Park too. Well, well, South Park's still funny though. Yeah, <laughs> but, <that's> true. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, it's like those last like lingering uh, threads of your childhood. Mm-hmm. But no, no, definitely, definitely. But yeah, at the end of the day, so, congratulations to Mark Calloway for uh, so well. for a g- great career. We'll switch something positive to something a little negative. We yeah. do. I'd say of, raise a drink for Mark, do. but Snowy doesn't have one, so me no. and Matt will do it. There, there you go. There you go. There you go. Toast the dead man. <laughs> and since that rumor that's coming around that apparently WWE's going to make him do a podcast, if it's not called Dead Man Talking, fucking don't even do it. <laughs> we don't need another fucking podcast. I know we don't. But if oh. if it happens, it should be called Dead Man Talking. Oh, I, th- well, I think that it should be. Yeah, it but like, be. here's the thing, though. At least a podcast isn't as physically demanding as wrestling another match. So mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by all means, by all means, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. This, and and the the thing if about it's all Dead these Man great... talking, all I picture is his fucking like rolling theme. But instead of Dead Man walking, it's just Dead Man talking. Gong, keep rolling, and it just goes. That'd be a cool. That'd be fucking cool. I'd be down for that. Dead Man talking. The great thing about all of these celebrity podcasts is I don't have to listen to them all. Yeah, and I don't. The only wrestling podcast that I listen to, other than this one, <laughs> well, and and all the other ones, and the Shining Wizards guys, you know, of course, shout yeah. out to them, yeah, is probably the Stone Cold Broken Skull sessions because <laughs> ah, like those conversations yeah. are actually intriguing. Stone Cold asks the hard hitting questions. I haven't heard the one with Bubba Ray yet. Oh, that's a good one. You gotta watch that one. That's great. You gotta. The one with Randy's good. Mm-hmm. The Undertaker ones are they're all good. Both Undertaker ones, yeah, like yeah, he because Stone Cold, it's basically just a conversation, kind of like what we do down here. So, yeah, yeah, you know, we we sit and shoot the shit and drink. And yep, <laughs> yeah, have some laughs. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's definitely what it's all about. Talk um, about some talk about some things that only we understand between the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else goes what? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How Forbidden yeah. Door really is this AEW New Japan thing? Well, because that that Forbidden Door, unless that's the irony of the whole thing, has probably is, has been that. has been kicked down over the last the last couple of years. Yeah, I don't know. The only Forbidden Door really is WWE. So right. yeah, <laughs> like, they're still they're the only federation that just doesn't doesn't acknowledge the others really yeah unless you count impact uh in the royal rumble with mickey james right okay see even even then now even the the wwf has just opened up the door they they cracked it they cracked it open a little bit but i saw something again the other day too where it's just like the people hyping up mickey james's uh wwe rumble thing are the same people who are like dissing on this aw new japan forbidden door hmm I have no problem with it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, like I'm looking forward to it. To fucking be honest with Kent you. has been calling out Punk every day. Nice since it was announced. Well, a lot of people are assuming since it's at the United Center in Chicago, which is the same place where Punk debuted uh, in AEW, that that uh, Punk is going to win the world title from Hangman because they had that stare down at the end of Dynamo that or not at the beginning of they Dynamo. are they are building something yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. Oh, because if Punk loses in that building, oh my god! Yeah, yeah if, I if don't Punk want. Punk loses, it, we riot. I don't want there to be a world title match for Punk at that show because, like, the United Center—that's the biggest of like however many arenas there are in Chicago. I think four. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So a have thir- have them save it for the next pay per view after that. Yeah, like let thir- Adam hold the belt for another couple months, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like a thirty thousand seat arena in Chicago, Punk winning the world title, the ovation would be absolutely enormous. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, <laughs> Kenta versus Punk, go to sleep versus go to sleep, that would be amazing. Good, yeah. <laughs> that works. Dream match. Yeah. You, in in <coughs> Chicago, in Chicago, and all that, like Punk's still going to be the most over guy there. Oh, it's absolutely hundred percent. There's yeah, there are just that's why. When you think, why didn't they? Why don't they put the title on this guy? Why don't they put the title on this guy? He's so popular. Well, that's just it. Mm-hmm. You know, why not use the title to and put and put it on someone to 
to elevate that person. If that person without the title is already through the roof, you know, why, why put the title on them? What I think they should do is that the opening match should be with CM Punk because otherwise, if he's not in the first match, people are going to be chanting his name all night long. Yeah, have, <laughs> yeah. have Punk like, and Kenta be first. Have it be the opener and have the AEW world title match be the last match on the show and then Punk can come out after Hangman retains. Then they can have a stare down, and then the crowd can go fucking oh, yeah. ape shit for that stare down. That's perfect. And then yeah. in two months, whenever the next pay per view is, Punk Adam Page headlines. Punk wins the belt. Yep. For I guess it would be, no, it wouldn't be double or nothing. It would be, uh, full gear. Probably full gear. Revolution or Revo- No, Revolution was earlier oh, this okay. year. So it would be in like. No. I just I just paid for that the other day. I uh-huh. <laughs> want my cable bill. <laughs> uh, no, it would be full gear. I think or. No, it would be all out. It would be all out. Sorry. So like September. September, August, late August, early September. I paid for Revolution the next morning, shall yeah. we say. <laughs> I, I got my cable bill for uh, the month that Revolution was the day before Revolution, I think. <laughs> so I, I paid that one, and then I ordered Revolution the day before the, the actual pay-per-view, and then I was like, oh, okay, so I'm not going to pay for this for another month and a bit. <laughs> and then it shows up, and you're like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my cable bill is $200 this, this month. Why is it? Oh, Why right, AEW. Yes. Yeah, because they're 50 fucking dollars. I, I hope Holy Forbidden shit. Door isn't more than 50 bucks, like, because I... I have every intention of ordering that and having all of us here for it. If it's more than fifty, I'll help you out. Yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be sixty. But if it's a hundred, then fuck right oh, off. Oh, jeez, that's and, yeah. <laughs> but oh, that's not right. No, that's if it's not. sixty bucks, that's no big deal. I understand because it's two companies putting on a show. But if yeah, it's if, anything more than that, it doesn't make if sense. If it's double, then like mm-hmm. seriously, just. <laughs> no, no. That there, there comes a point where if you, it's, you're going to price that much money. You charge people ten bucks to come into your house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could have been doing this that this whole time. Yeah, but. you could have. <laughs> but, but I'm a we, nice guy, you know. <laughs> but then we also all pitch in for pizza. So. Yeah, you pitch in for pizza, and you mm-hmm. bring those outlaw mud show bullshit events here that you pay for. So. Yeah. <laughs> Tournament of survival in June, boys. Yeah. Tournament ah, of survival in June, boys. Mox is in it. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just hoping nothing happens, like, in July, because I plan on taking two weeks off and going to the lake for two solid weeks. So, ah. yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully nothing big happens Hopefully in nothing. that time. Hopefully nothing, yeah. Because I don't have cable out there. So. Oh, oh no, you'll miss a WWE pay-per-view. Yeah. Sorry, right. premium live event. Premium live event. <laughs> I, th- I Big think, I think, fucking I think you'll pull through. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I'll, I'll, think through. I'll be all right. I think all the yeah. the beers and the, the nature and the, the swimming and the playing with the dog, <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll, all be, that'll all make up for having to miss a WWE event. <laughs> <laughs> I think Shit, we have to shitting yourself is better than watching a WWE <laughs> event these days. Mostly, yeah. I think we have to address the Tammy Sitch Sitch. The Sitch. The Sitch. The Situation. The Situation. Yeah. This is a new yeah, segment on it's WWE. Called the Sitch. It's kind. Of, it's and it's kind of tough, but honestly, okay, who really didn't see this coming? That at the end of the day. Someone was going to get seriously hurt, and I honestly thought 
that it would be Sitch herself mm-hmm. that ended up getting seriously hurt or even killed, not someone else. Now, if you but if she heard, was hammed off her ass, yeah, yeah, see, she's limp to begin with, so it's just gonna. That's because okay, people like okay, if you haven't if you haven't heard, once again, Miss Sitch was involved in an issue driving while mm-hmm. while she was driving. There was an accident. Someone was killed, and there was a lot of allegations. I don't know what, because I haven't been following it very much. Because quite frankly, I don't really. You know, I'm not following it, you know, like a person reads the dirt sheets, the, the dirt sheets yeah. and, and all that, just because of the nature of this. But now someone is dead and there's yeah. a lot of allegations. It's because of of Sitch and her demons, you know, that she was once again behind the wheel while intoxicated of, of on some substance and now someone is dead and it's like oh like this it's is... like yeah she's been in and out of jail for the past 15 years this yeah. time just leave her there yeah well someone someone is dead yeah, yeah. like yeah. a life has been lost here yeah like, like okay the person was 75 it doesn't matter no like holy <laughs> like, oh, jeez and man when you think back, okay, to when we first, like I, the first time I saw Sunny, Tammy Sitch, like when she was Sunny, when she debuted in the WWF because I didn't have Smoky Mountain, mm-hmm. you know, I just read about Tammy Fitch mm-hmm. in the in the Mark Mags. Tammy in, Fitch. In, yeah, she was going by Tammy Fitch. In the the in the app in the after max the after max yeah and then when she when the the WWF signed her and she came on as Sunny with the Body Donnas the original diva I think she was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's it's just like, labeled as when I think back to when I first saw that it's like there's no way because you don't think this is how this person's going to end up and you don't want this this to be her legacy because like everything that she did in wrestling with with the body donnas and in ecw and just she was the most downloaded who what her and cindy crawford were the most downloaded people on the internet or something at some point i may have contributed to that no no doubt (laughs) (laughs) as soon as as we got an internet access at my home uh, there was there was all these accomplishments and she was was on top of the world and this just slowly this downward word spiral to the point where she's making home videos well, yeah, you, shall shall we say it's like you do, you only hear like negative things about her nowadays, and that's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I thought for a little bit that she was on the upswing, like oh she's got an OnlyFans account and she's like got so many subscribers, which understandably so, but uh, yeah, based on her legacy as like who she was in the nineties, but uh, I thought for a while she was doing okay, and then all of a sudden this happens, and it's like oh okay, so. Old mm-hmm. habits don't die hard, as they say. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. not for I, everyone, anyway. I hope this is just a bad irony that she just got into an accident. It was just it was just one of those things. Like but this is the straw that broke the camel's back that might make her realize that hey, maybe I need to turn myself maybe, around. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I ended a life. 
I guess stays in jail for however long, goes right from jail to rehab. If you're gonna do it in the Hooskow, that's yeah. So, yeah, that's really too bad, and just some something tells me that it it what should it have gotten to this point because we've there's all of these incidences. Of stuff like well, it's like this. every and month and a half she gets thrown in jail. Yeah, for for one 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 thing or another. Like, mm-hmm. w- where do you draw the line? Apparently, when someone dies. Yeah, when you've committed the ultimate sin. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like on the show Lots. We've started the episode with well, and Tammy Cinch is in jail again. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know what is going to become of this, but it is just—it's a nasty situation. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate, but yeah. like yeah. sometimes so, you have to hit rock bottom to mm-hmm. really know, to, to so, go up to, so. to to finally see up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But we're gonna kind of switch gears here a little bit for this episode's a turn a buckle talk. It was actually an an a, well, it wasn't a bad anniversary but it was an anniversary of note okay that i will get to soon enough that uh made me think you know what not only this situation but this situation has happened so many times throughout the world of pro of pro wrestling that kind of inspired this conversation there have been a number of major organizations over the years particularly since the national expansion that have folded up the tent took their ball and went home mm-hmm. and it makes you wonder okay how why is this how did how did this happen and for a lot of cases and it's purely speculation and it's your your own guess no one really knows for sure because with every every case is different and every what what attributes the demise of these once mighty mighty federations could differ from 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 person to person so i thought it would be kind of a good idea if we kind of dedicated this turnbuckle talk to these various federations that have kind of disappeared and maybe try to pinpoint that jump the shark moment. Right. Now, that expression, jump the shark, is an old TV expression when Arthur Fonzarelli Happy on yep. Happy Days yep. literally jumped over a shark and everyone said, what the fuck is this? And then eventually, little by little, the ratings started to decline. Happy Days went on to have a number of years still, but it was kind of... That moment, it was the, okay. That, that was, was that was the downward spiral, shall we say? Now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was the the forty year anniversary of when Hulk Hogan, okay, did the dusty finish, one of one of the dust the dusty finishes in the AWA. When was that he, what I shared to the group earlier? That, yeah, you mm-hmm. you thirty nine. Yeah, it was thirty nine, but there was one the year before that as well. Yeah, they did that. Two, also, that two, link two, two years in a row. That link uh, has the whole show too. Okay, well, right on. That's something I might actually want to see again. Now, 
this was pre... Well, there was Hulkamania, but it wasn't the Hulkamania that everyone knew in the WWF. It right. was just... Everyone just knew, okay, this Hulk Hogan here in the AWA, this guy's the wave of the future. He was Thunderlips in uh, Rocky III. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, what a name. We, <laughs> we knew, okay, this this guy is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Well, it was in the, the AWA at the time, and it was definitely an old an old school federation vern vern gagne was the 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 main guy in the head booker he definitely had the the old school mentality well he never did pull the trigger and put the awa world title on to hulk hogan he had these two dusty finishes against nick bockwinkle Mm -hmm. where it looked like he had won everyone went home happy the wrestling world yay and then when you turned on the AWA the next week, uh, no, sorry, that title, that decision was reversed. Overturned. The, yeah. yeah, overturned. The champion is still Nick Bockwinkle. From there, short, shortly after that, Hogan jumped ship. He got a better offer from Vince. The rest is history. Okay. While the AWA would continue to thrive and not really dissolve until like 1992, you you could see it. It was kind of from that moment that I I personally see it. Like that that was the the beginning of the end of the AWA. If they had right. kept if they had kept Hogan happy and and the title around him there might not have been the national expansion it might not have caused the mass exodus of of wrestling fans and it might not have caused the demise of the territory system so maybe not just the demise of the awa but wrestling as we knew (laughs) it you know could could be attributed to that moment so that's mm-hmm. you know I mean I understand that's a little bit before your guys's time so maybe we'll kind of switch uh, switch it up to something where you guys might have a little better handle on the demise of WCW that yeah that to me the demise of WCW the jump the shark moment for them undoubtedly has to be the finger poke of doom like that, okay. that to me was like that point where like, <laughs> that was so dumb. yeah, like swerve, bro. Yeah. Like I, I don't even know. I think that was even before Vince Russo came into the company, wasn't it? Or was that just wait? Russo came in in 2000, right? Yeah, he did. And that was in 1999 that, that happened. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so Russo wasn't even can't there. blame Russo for everything. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. If only. Yeah. But yeah, just like everything surrounding it though. Cause like that episode of Nitro was live as it was. And like WWF raw was still taped from time to time uh, as it was back in the day. They spoiled that episode of Raw by saying that that was the, that was the episode of Raw where Mick Foley won the WWF title for the first time from The Rock. That'll put butts right. in yeah, the and seats. Then, yeah, Shivani saying, oh, that'll put butts in seats. And that caused <laughs> so many, like, what, half a million people to flip to, to, to change the channel. That's yeah. funny yeah. that his... Um, and that's all on Bischoff. His book is called That'll Put Butts in Seats. No, well, that was one of the most iconic lines in... In his entire career, so uh, mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't surprise me, but yeah, just like being that, like the logistics surrounding that whole thing, being that 
it was supposed to be Goldberg versus Kevin Nash in a rematch from Starcade. Uh, that obviously did not end up happening. Because like in, earlier in the night, the storyline was that Goldberg had been arrested by the Atlanta Police Department or whatever the hell they're called. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. But the thing is, in real life, the Atlanta Police Department was right across the street from the arena <laughs> or from the, from the Atlanta or yeah, from the Georgia Dome where this <laughs> event was being held. And then they had this whole storyline where Goldberg had been released by the police to go back to the arena, and it took him an hour to get there. <laughs> somehow, well, <laughs> somehow it took him an hour to get across the street. Yeah, wow, that and, damn Georgia traffic. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and yeah. you assholes heard of crosswalks? <laughs> yeah, and then like of course, uh, Hogan comes out, does the finger poke to Nash. Nash falls down. One, two, three. Hogan's the champion again. The whole NWO splitting into two factions was a big ruse, a big elaborate ruse that doesn't make sense. And mm-hmm. yeah, reminds me of something from pitch from pitch meetings. It's like, so why did that happen? <laughs> because okay, because, <laughs> yes, uh-huh. <laughs> unclear. <laughs> but uh, definitely, yeah. So yeah, so the NWO is all back together again, and then Goldberg finally makes his way out after the match is all done, and. I think Scott Hall tasered him a couple of times because yeah. that's how he lost the WCW title in the first place. And yeah, after that, everything just seemed to slowly yeah. fade away. And I definitely, year, definitely. Not yeah. even two years later, the company was folded. Was 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 pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. With, with with myself, it was just ending Goldberg's streak. Yeah, even though the streak wasn't legit, like the numbers weren't legit. Well, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Andre the Giant wasn't twenty two thousand mm-hmm. and one at the end of WrestleMania three, like they tried to. <laughs> yeah, give and, also, and also, and also, and uh, also, Hogan wasn't the first person. Yeah, to Ultimate slam Warrior Andre. slammed Andre before Hogan. Did. Yeah, yeah, well, Jerry Lawler and Kamala and Harley Race all slammed mm-hmm. Andre the Giant beforehand. But yeah, like. It was it was the the Monday Night Wars were hot. Everyone loved Goldberg, and people love a winner. Mm-hmm. That is why there are so many bandwagon fans, not only in pro wrestling but just a- anything in sports. And he was like one of the like legit WCW originals that got over. Right. Yeah. He right. wasn't he wasn't someone brought over from WWE. Mm-hmm. So. Once once he was pinned. And lost and lost the title, and the streak is over. The mystique is done. Yes, yeah. And even, even though it was by nefarious means, of course, Scott Hall dressed up like a security guard and right tased him, tased him, and and, and, and tased him, and all that. So and then he yeah. took a power bomb. I think once once the mystique was done, like you could, yeah, you can pinpoint it right, right at. And then right he broke his hand moment. breaking a limo window. No, he didn't break his hand. He almost like severed a yeah, main artery. Yeah, he right. almost cut his hand off. <laughs> Could have bled out, but yeah. And then there was that failed heel turn that they tried to do for Goldberg. And, oh yeah, that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. During, during the New Blood versus Millionaires Club, and we were supposed to cheer for the old white dudes with lots of money. <laughs> like that, again, tell me how that's <laughs> how, how does the, that the, work? The, the heels were the young and up and comers, and then Russo yeah. and then Russo would put himself in like a Pope like vehicle. Oh yeah. Oh, with the, well, the bulletproof glass? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Goldberg was protecting him. It's like, uh, what the fuck? Just, just bad television. 
Russo? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you go you go back you, like if you ever like if you have the WWE network and you go back and watch Raw or sorry Nitro from 99 to 2000 it is just the dirt worst television like not even bad wrestling just bad television in general. Vacant like, held the world title a lot. 6 times in mm-hmm. 2000. Mm-hmm. 6 times in the year 2000 by itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> In... Yes. Oh, sorry. That, that that's really my only recollection of a company jumping the shark in my lifetime because I, I I haven't really looked back at any of these companies that have. There died was out. a company sorry. called XWF, which well, that really never went anywhere. No, it was with. like it lasted like a year, and the only reason I think it died is because guess who ran it? Hogan. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I that, have the that DVD. Doesn't, that doesn't really. Unless me. did you buy it from me? No, you bought the Road Warriors one. I can't remember mm-hmm. if I sold it or not, but it's just like, oh, Hogan's running a wrestling company. <laughs> okay, let's see how long yeah, this fucking it's, lasts. And it's it's not because once it's no longer all of, because and if not, if you, I'm not mistaken, you, yeah. that was right before TNA. Right. Yeah. Right, which I'm eventually going, I'm eventually <clears throat> going to get to TNA, but but before we do, there was at one point, oh, about eighty six, eighty seven. The mid the mid south territory, which produced Ted DiBiase, Hacksaw Duggan, Butch Reed, One Man Gang, the, you know, and just all, all of these all WWF of the, stars. Yeah, 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 they all they all came out of the mid south territory, and then they went national themselves and rechristened themselves the Universal Wrestling Federation. The what I call the old UWF, and they were they were on fire for the longest time, especially once um, they you know the um, the angle where Steve Steve Williams broke his arm and he was going after the one the one man gang for the title and eventually win. It's just good old school booking. It was it was absolutely fantastic. The UWF. Was on fire. Come Starcade '88, though. Short shortly after that, there was no more UWF. No, and that had happened when Crockett bought out what would become the the UWF. We were supposed to see first. Okay, the plan was. When Crockett bought it, the UWF was going to be, they were going to run it separately. You're going to have the NWA, Crockett. You're going to have the UWF separate, and they were going to keep it separate. And then you have the big Super Bowl once a year. Mm-hmm. Well, that never worked. Come Starcade for one political bullshit reason or another behind the scenes that just never happened and you know at starcade 88 they're unifying they're unifying the tv title the unit the unification of what was supposed to be okay okay this 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 isn't going to work so we have to do this we got to unify the two world titles that never even happened hmm. the uwf world title just dissolved the tag team titles just dissolved that's unfortunate. And this this awesome federation for that ruled the territories for so many years was just gone. Hmm. And it all goes back to Bill Watts selling it to Crockett and then them 
totally dropping the ball. Like you, we we can give shit to Vince all the time, saying how at you're least, you're not doing this, you're fucking this up. You, no, no, at least he oh. unified the WCW and WWF <laughs> titles. Yeah, <laughs> the undisputed that championship. Was, that that yeah. was absolutely well, brutal. Yeah, but for the for a time there, that he did unify. The WC, or he did unify the United States Intercontinental titles. He unified the tag titles. He unified the, or I guess he didn't unify the light heavyweight and cruiserweight titles. The light heavyweight title just sort of went poof. Yeah, and, just and they're just on. like, oh, here's the cruiserweight title. It's ours now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess the the only WCW titles that really went up in smoke were the TV title and the the cruiserweight tag titles, which only had two champions before this company <laughs> folded. But mm-hmm. uh, speaking of WCW. Uh, you know the show, the Tosh.0? Yep. Uh, is that shit. still a thing? Yeah, yeah. it is. Oh, uh, shit. Shane Helms, as if people don't know who he is. Oh, uh, yeah. The Hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tosh.0 mentioned Shane Helms in a comment, messaged him and said, you were my favorite in three count. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah. Do you, do you remember three count, Snowy? Yeah. That boy band? Yeah. yeah that boy band? Yeah, it was like, oh. it, was, it was Shane Helms. Evan Courageous Just and, and uh, Shannon Moore. Shannon Moore. Yeah. 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 And for yeah. those who also probably don't even know, remember oh, when AJ it. Styles was in WCW? Yeah, he was a jobber, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 That's. Yeah. Yeah. A- WCW, they did their share of, uh, yeah, not, not, not recognizing talent or at least not pushing it because they were too busy pushing Hogan, Hall, Nash. Well, it's like Taker said in his retirement speech. Bischoff let him go because he said no one will pay to watch you wrestle. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess yeah. maybe not Bischoff at the time, but someone told him that. Some, someone from WCW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, um... no, no, no one will pay to see you <laughs> wrestle, and yeah, here we are, 30 <laughs> years later, and it's like, oh. Uh, look yeah. what's going yeah. on, yeah. He's definitely on the Mount Rushmore. With the old world class federation, the old world world class territory that Fritz von Erich owned, and of course the whole von Erich family, like yeah. that, that was they were the shit in Texas. Even okay, this 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 just goes to show just how big the territories were because, like in Texas, everyone knew who the von Erichs were. Okay, because everyone was a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. you know, on on like today, but. Okay, every year they had their big supercard in Dallas where they had it was the it was this the WrestleMania, the mm-hmm. the, the world-class WrestleMania. When David Von Erich passed away 85, I want to say they renamed that 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 big event to the uh the the Von Erich Parade of Champions. Okay. They this supercard was drawing fifty thousand people, and you know this is nineteen eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven. By the time we got to Parade of Champions three, and by then the world class had pulled out of the NWA. Flair wasn't defending the title at the parade and all that. They were totally on their own. Their attendance had dropped from fifty thousand to twenty five. Hmm. Okay, nobody panic. This is still good. It was still an amazing. Literally, part. literally cut in half. It was <laughs> literally literally cut in half, but 
world class was still going strong mm-hmm. because through the strength of the Von Eriks and the, the Freebird feud and all that, it's just, it, text, it was still hot. The territory was still hot. The following year, the fourth annual Parade of Champions, 1987, this was the writing on the wall that something is wrong here in the Lone Star State. What is up? Because that drew... 6,000 people in this huge stadium. Yikes. That's bad. That's not good. Even as just a dumbass teenager, I said, that's not good. No. That's not good. I hope this isn't the beginning of the end. Four years later, world class is done. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. (laughs) Okay, so I kind of called that... Last one. We're kind of look. look we're going to be looking at the clock here. We're going to bring this crazy train into the station. Now I understand TNA is still around in the shape of Impact. Technically, wrestling. yeah, yeah. It's just, this is weird. Okay, anyway, was... off topic again. Like I normally fucking go. <laughs> Smart Mark Sterling's wrestling tonight. Oh, really? He's fighting Atticus Coger. Huh. Good luck. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> okay. I didn't know he was an actual wrestler. I didn't yeah. either. I just I didn't know Koger was an actual wrestler. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> he is. Actually, the, the other day I thought of something funny calling Mark Sterling the the Lionel Hutz of professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And don't even get me going about that smart mark name. Smart mark. That story. drives me nuts, <laughs> but that's old man Snowy coming out. So it's I'm Mark. Gonna, I'm gonna reel myself in here. <laughs> TNA is still basically around. Yeah. The, the lineage, the lineage of... could continues yeah. with I'm still it, surprised with, Impact's with impact. still around because of what Dixie did. Oh, the com- uh, the company that refuses to die, basically. Oh yeah, people had just been ringing the the death bell for Impact for years, and mm. it just it, they've been around for it, twenty years now. It, right? Yeah, and I don't think they're going away anytime soon. We used to buy still... ten buck pay per views once a week. Yep, that's I Which remember. Adds up. I remember. <laughs> Which adds up yeah. for a while because <laughs> yeah. they were on what I think it was Tuesdays. I think so. Yeah, but then you think about it, that's forty bucks a month. Yeah, yeah, like, which was the price of a pay per view. Yeah, which like, uh, yeah, my brain can't do math. And it was like well, an hour uh, and a half. And it was only like an hour a year. <laughs> yeah, it was only like an hour and a half because of commercials. Yeah, there were the commercials on pay per view. No, I don't think so. It was, no? it was, it was, it was like, yeah, paying for. A friend of mine had equated it as it's. It was like paying for a nitro. With with. Without with without commercials, and yeah, because it, like a two hour it, two hour WWF like SmackDown without commercials is an hour and a half. Raw without commercials is two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. I've hour I've noticed. of commercials. Yeah. yeah, an hour of commercials for a three hour show. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Raw should have stayed too. I just don't have I don't have all of these hours dedicated to the WWF. I just Even don't have when the I was kind of hate watching it. There was no way. That I was going to spend that much time doing it. No, even even if I did like pre-record it and fast forward through all the commercials, like let's that's still like, uh, for NXT, SmackDown and Raw, that's what is that? That's seven hours. No, that's yeah. five hours. Five hours if you take away the commercials. It's seven hours with commercials. Mm-hmm. But five hours if you take away the commercials, and that is too much. Yeah. WWF product for me. <laughs> and now I, I just got sick of it. And that's just, a week. Yeah. Yeah. I just decided to watch my 
wrestling YouTuber guys do their five minute reviews of the weekly shows and just watch the pay per views. And that's, and that's good or enough. or that's just when WWE the next day uploads like top ten moments, like okay, something. Oh, yeah. so it was mm-hmm. shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, something like that, and then like. Letting the video packages before the match at a pay per view just sum it all up for me. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I'm. I'm cool with that now. I don't need to watch any any WWF television ever again unless the product actually does get good, which I don't think it. Will. I don't, I don't yeah. see it. It's like the one tweet that, that guy made. It was WWE fans want AEW to die, while AEW just wants WWE's product to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I want I don't want WWE shit because they're the reason why I watch wrestling. So. Yeah. I want them to do better, but they won't because Vince doesn't see a problem with it. So <laughs> there you go. And if to- and if what Khan or whoever the fuck his name is or Bruce Pritchard take over after he croaks, mm-hmm. it's gonna be even shittier. There's gonna be ten guys on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick Khan yeah. and Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. 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 Only Should have been Triple H. Yeah. Triple yeah. H. Yeah. And then Tony Khan's gonna hire forty more people, which they don't fucking need. No. Well, they have Ring of Honor now, so that'll. They can use that as a no. That's a whole other can of worms that I'm just like, wow, I'm not liking this at all. But that's that's a whole other. Uh, at least put the people thing. you're not using on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Still very early stages. When you have that, fucking so. like 80, 90 people signed. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when you have a Ring of Honor television telematch headline dynamite, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, well, we'll see. Once, once Ring of Honor gets another TV deal, I'm sure things will start to. I hope but so. But watching Joe and Suzuki chop each other for a legit five minutes. Was that cool. was pretty. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With yeah. TNA. Yeah, TNA. Yeah. Okay. Okay, like like we said. They're still basically around under uh, un, under a different name, but mm-hmm. the 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 lineage is still there. Impact though doesn't have the audience that that Not even TNA did. Raw doesn't have SmackDown doesn't have the audience that 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 TNA used to have. Nope. Okay. Now there is always that one point though, where once again. Things start doing the downward spiral. The, the downward spiral, and yeah. I, I, I gave it some thought, and I think the moment that it was the beginning of the end for TNA as we know it was when Spike wussed out. Yeah, when when they tried to do the Monday night when wars. they wanted to do the Monday night war things. They for one Monday TNA Spike programmed them. Head to head with Raw, Raw kicked their ass like we knew it was going to happen, and then Spike yanked it back mm-hmm. to Thursday. They gave up. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. After one, after week. one week, of course you're going to lose, but because you're fighting the top company, you're, you're going to fucking yeah, lose. Yeah. You're you're going to lose, but <clears throat> if you keep presenting a good show, get some good ideas. Get people talking about the Monday. Oh, look, the Monday Night War is going on. Remember how much fun we had when it was WCW versus WWF? Well, maybe the same thing will happen with TNA here. And with more people start watching, more people in general in, with, with, with pro wrestling, that could build TNA back up to the point where they are succeeding. Mm-hmm. 
But you know, know, one week and they but just fucking we're just, Yeah, we're just never going to know. If they would have tried it for... Six months. Yeah. A year. Because those first couple of months, they're, they're going to kick your ass. But you keep building yourself up. I mean, you're never going to win, but still. Yeah, like, but then, like, yeah, I, I also make it competitive. I do recall, like, because I think that was the first episode that had, like, Hogan and Bischoff and all those guys come in was that Monday episode. I think so. Yeah. They, yeah. Thought, they thought that, and Flair was on that episode, too. Mm-hmm. They, they thought that that was going to be really, like, the thing that was going to push the ratings to <laughs> to a certain they, echelon. They, yeah, they wanted instant success. Yeah, and, like... And it's just not going to happen. I even remember, like, the episodes of Impact leading up to that, where Mike Tanay was saying stuff like, Hulk Hogan is coming to TNA, this is going to be the thing that's going to push TNA into the big time. And it's like, well, right there, you're admitting that you're small time. Right, so yeah. why would you even acknowledge that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and then... Of course, the experiment failed, and the whole booking from that point on, even though Hulk Hogan himself said he wasn't going to involve himself in the big storylines, that turned out to be a lie. Of course. Because yeah. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> that means, yeah. Sure, well, that means And the happened. lie detector test determined. Determined that Hulk lied, yeah, yes. That Hulk <laughs> lied, yeah. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, after he You left, are not the father. Yeah, after he <laughs> left the company, and then Bischoff left the company, and then things didn't... Like, the, the, the quality of the product... Uh, got better, but like the exposure of the product, yeah, was and not the, the the fan interest just yeah little by little by little to the, where we are right now. Impact is quality. producing killer stuff. Yeah, production, yeah, the, the production, production quality, quality got is gone. Lo- yeah. Less and less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Impact at times looks like a glorified indie. Yep. And while I'm, at least when it was I'm in the impact zone, at least yeah. when it was in the impact zone, and actually had that polished look, it did. Like it did. TV it did. It did. It did. Yeah. And I, I, I attribute it all the way to the mo- moment Spike panicked and, mm-hmm. and and pulled the plug. If they held their ground and said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take some shit on the chin for a while," but long range ideas, you know. It yeah, would, they should have def- at least tried be, for six be, months. It would be a different ballpark. It would be a different ball game right now. There would yeah. be a legit Monday Night War or Friday Night War yeah. or and whatever. Then, like not 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 to mention like the preceding comments that I they said about them saying like oh we're gonna this is gonna be the thing that's gonna launch TNA into the big time. Spike pulling the plug a week after the fact confirmed that they were small time. That's right. Like yeah, it did. It did. Like the pre- did. and perception is reality. So everyone remember when Raw was on Spike? Yeah, for a little while, and then they went back to the USA Network, and they had that big three-hour Homecoming episode. Yeah, I remember all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first ever three-hour Raw. Mm-hmm. But uh, unfortunately, not the last th- ever three-hour <laughs> Raw. Yeah, yeah, that was back when it was a special thing. But anyway, uh, uh, yeah, like that kind of confirmed everyone's like perception that. TNA was small time, and as like to quote the Undertaker again from his Hall of Fame speech, "Perception is reality." And like a lot of people said, mm. you've basically proven the fact that you are not capable of hanging out with the big dogs. So, mm-hmm. whereas like nowadays, I know AEW doesn't they do half the numbers that the WWF does on a weekly basis, but they are at least like continuing on and mm-hmm. constantly improving. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not perfect by any means, but right. at least they listen to their audience and they. So, like when WWE moved NXT to Tuesday because they were losing. Yep. 
but I'm not expecting AEW to be stupid enough to be like, let's move Dynamite to Mondays. <laughs> like, they they, they well, know. Well, Tony that... Khan does look like he's had a lot of coke every interview. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to have an eight ball before every every Good time he gets Lord. out Lord. Yeah, his Ring of Honor announcement. His uh, hair's a mess, and he's just like, you don't know what? Yeah. Looks like a cracked out Rick Moranis. Basically. <laughs> it's like 17 years ago, the Ring of Honor. He's basically doing a fucking high intense Ric Flair promo without blading himself. Pretty much. Go, he's not much. bleeding at the end of a promo. <laughs> yeah, it's like Ric Flair meets Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> Right on. Right on. That's a perfect way to kind of wrap this yeah. up, shall we Woo! say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So kind of get it going through your heads, guys. Maybe a topic for next week's Turnbuckle Talk. Oh, quickly. Quickly, we have Quickly, we have to mention ECW. Oh, yeah, Cyrus the Virus. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. I don't know if that I was a nail know. in a coffin, but... But Heyman yeah. saying, network, I dare you to throw me off the air. Yeah. That didn't help. It didn't. It didn't. But with... It, like, I didn't I didn't have EC, ECW on the list because, honestly, I don't know if there's any that that one one point that you, you, you can pinpoint. I think it was just a matter of... Budget, yeah, yeah, budget like stuff and, they and they, checks bouncing. Yeah, they had yeah. a lot of money coming in, but their overhead was was way was way too high. I think it was just a buildup of just bad, mm. bad, bad budgeting. Yeah, well, there was even a point where Rob Van Dam said he would he wouldn't cash any checks that Paul Heyman gave him because he knew they weren't any good. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Or either that it was either that he didn't know they were any good, or he just didn't want to take any money away from Paul because he knew how he had other stuff to pay for. Well, remember the promos would be filmed in Paul's parents' basement. His grandparents' His grandparents' basement. basement. Yeah, because yeah. every yeah. once in a while you hear the washing machine go off. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, you had to do what you had to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, like, it's uh, really not that bad of an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like I, Paul Heyman, as sketchy of a businessman as he did, he had like good cost-cutting tactics, as in mm-hmm. like doing doing the promos in his grandparents' basement, uh, booking the smallest venue possible to give the Im- image of a packed house on right. television, uh-huh. uh, lying to uh, airlines about uh, <laughs> about the people he wanted to fly in, about a family member dying so they would get a free flight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know... I didn't even know that was a thing until yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, Chris Jericho once, uh, when he was working for ECW... Went up to get his ticket for a flight out to an event, and the person, like the, the person at the front desk, said, "Like, sorry about the loss of your family member." And he was like, oh. "Uh, he didn't know what the fuck they were talking about." And he was just like, "Uh, thank you." And that turned out that was a thing that Paul Heyman did was that he would tell airlines that he was flying this person out to a funeral because their family member had passed away wow, to get yeah. free to get a free flight. Well, well hey, yeah. some sometimes you have to get a little creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm, I'm all creative out now. It's been one hell of a weekend, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. just, just, just about that time. How can uh, people get a hold of us? They can get a hold of us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Wrestling Night in Canada or on Instagram at Wrestling Night in Canada. And, of course, Wrestling Night in Canada is proud members of the Shining Wizards Network, Shining Wizards Network. 
Network.com. Check us out there because of the Wizards, because of this network. We are available on Spotify and pretty much anywhere that you can find a podcast. And if you haven't had enough of your cool Uncle Snowy now, with this show available on The Shining Wizards, you're going to want to go over there, check out uh, Radioactive Metal. That's my other you know, more metal, heavy metal and hardcore punk related show that I do every week with our good buddy, Aaron, check us out there in the meantime and in between time. That's it. Mm -hmm. This has been another exciting episode of wrestling night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruga. Signing off. And we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. <laughs>